songs and thinks that they're all wrong. One's American and one is an Aussie. Talking about StarCraft 2 and the esports scene. Hello and welcome. Hello to a very special U.S. election edition of the podcast. And here I was thinking we could do the episode without bringing that up. Yeah, that's why I said that. <laughs> All right. Specifically because I know you don't care. Well, I care. I mean, I care a little. It's not that I don't care. Okay. Uh, I you just, just don't want to talk about it at all. Well, I mean, I don't get to vote. Why should I talk about it? Oh, it seems like everybody else in the world cares immensely about this thing that only affects Americans. It does not only affect Americans. You guys have foreign well, policy. It affects yeah. other people. <laughs> okay, so why don't you care again? It affects Cause, you. Because I don't get to vote. The voting is how ah. you um, implement change. It is. That's true. So it's Although I did I... just watch a video. Mm -hmm. or go ahead. It's not no, that no. you don't care. It's just that you don't feel like you can affect the outcome at all because you can't. Right. I mean, I think majority yeah. of people have their minds made and any real serious discussion is not going to happen on election day. Um, Fair. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I did just watch an interesting video that Alchemy posted in the discord where um, he was saying, or the video was basically saying that the U S is specifically designed for the status quo. Right, you have all these different things working towards stuff not really changing all that much. You've got mm -hmm. term limits for presidents. You've got the ability for presidents to overwrite previous presidents' executive orders. So, like, whatever on that. You have to get anything done in a binding, legal, like, super permanent way. Mm -hmm. You have to get the House and the Senate and the president all to agree on it, which is hard. And to add an amendment to the Constitution is three-fifths of the states, which is impossible. So... Yeah, so basically the U.S. is designed to be effectively the same in a lot of ways, and change is difficult. So, yeah, I just, when you said voting is how you implement change, I was like, I don't know that's really how that works, actually. Well, it's it's the, the, the common person's avenue to implant, implement the most change that they can, right? Yes, the most change possible for them, right? Right. I'm not Agreed. saying everyone who goes out and votes, you know, is going to change the world drastically overnight every time, right? Right. But, I mean... But it's all we have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. So, I mean, it's tight. Like, all the swing states, the ones that are expected to finish close are... I mean, Georgia... I don't know. It's too early. It's too early at this point. I'm looking at the Google election results and... Mm -hmm. I mean, North Carolina is 78% reporting, but it's still a 51 to 98% split. I mean, it's crazy. At this point, as near as I can tell, it seems like it's either going to be a Biden comfortable win or a Trump close win. Mm, okay. I don't see any scenario where Trump wins big here. Um, I don't, he already got on, Florida, didn't he? He did get Florida. But even with Florida, like, I don't know that there's a way that he gets a a comfortable win in the electoral college. Mm -hmm. Do you think the Gators voted for him? Or? <laughs> I don't know. So the thing about Florida is one, a lot of old people and old people vote Republican. That has always been the case. Mm -hmm. And number two is for whatever reason, Florida's like 
reduced all these restrictions on COVID. And whether that's smart or not, I think the people, it makes the people feel like COVID isn't a problem anymore. Right. And they're like, thanks, President Trump, for fixing COVID in our state. It's, I'm not saying it makes any sense. But I think in states where there's more lockdown and there's more publicity about how many dozen cases there are, it's it hurts Trump more. And in a state that doesn't seem to be taking it as seriously, I think that helps him. Mm, okay. Okay. Which that, that, that makes sense. Yeah. So that for the me that explains Florida. I don't know. I'm no political expert, but I think that's a lot of it. <laughs> really. <laughs> uh, I mean, I have a sister who lives there. So oh, I mean, really? Yeah, she can relay stuff. Mm, fair enough. And that's how I know. That's how I know about the state of you know, COVID in in the state mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, is just from her basically, and just the attitudes of what she's seeing. Anywho, yeah, that's it. I don't want to spend a ton of time on the election. We have a lot to talk about. Do we? But uh, <laughs> yeah, of we always do. Last time we went long, dude. We were like, ah, there's so much to talk about. We went over the hour. We, sure. Yeah. Only by a little bit. It's fine. It's true. It, yes. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, uh, how are things in Straya recently? Any exciting news to share? No. Uh, I, I mean, it rained for like a week, and the last two days have been sunny. So, well, that's good. Bike that's... riding weather. Yeah, I've stayed entirely at home. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Bike riding weather, but you're not using it for that. No. Uh... No. I've just been playing video games, chilling. I gotta go back yeah. to work tonight. My first day back, uh, and worked like six days at this point. Well, tomorrow it'll be oh. six days. Lovely oh, staycation. Nice. Uh, not looking forward to going back. But yeah, vacations are the greatest. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yes. Yeah. Well, good. We'll go back and be awesome and do the work of three people because that's what you do. No, I think we've got someone now. Do you? Who's this? <laughs> I don't know. I haven't met him. He started while I'm on my staycation. <laughs> Do you know anything about this person? Have your coworkers been like, yo? No, they've not sent me a message. Okay. No. So they, so they could be terrible. You don't know. It's true. You could, could still have to do the work of three people. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> nervous laughter. Yeah. Nervous, nervous laughter. Uh, work's been good for me. Pretty busy. Uh, we... So we have, currently, our company has a data center in Dublin and one in Frankfurt. Okay. But we don't have enough, apparently, we're not really selling enough of it to justify two data centers in Europe. Mm. So we're closing one and migrating all of those cloud backups to the other one, and it's this giant undertaking. Mm. Because apparently, the product was never designed with the intent of being able to easily merge databases. Right. Like, each data center each dc is its own thing mm -hmm. and there's no way that we wrote into it to it to be like and here's three thousand new things please don't overwrite what's there already you know <laughs> right yeah yeah so everyone's freaking out about that that's been very exciting mm -hmm. which one's closing dublin or frankfurt uh dublin mm. disappointing but only because of brexit oh our company entirely made the decision to keep the Frankfurt one because of Brexit and because uh, the UK wouldn't be part of the EU anymore. Right. Okay. Yeah. Crazy, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Consequences, man. Hmm. Yep. For sure. Yeah. So that's what's going on with work. Uh, oh, ooh, the last episode of Akodama Drive was really good, I thought. I enjoyed it immensely. 
Yes. Yes. Are you caught up? Yeah, I'm caught up. Um, Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm super keen to find out what's happening. All right. Like, yeah, totally. Who are are these? Spoilers for Akudama Drive people. Uh, Yeah. Who are these kids? (laughs) And why do they have like the shining vibes coming off of them? Because they are creepy children. They are creepy children. And also, how did one of them get like a flute that can stop the train in the quarantine zone? And how did one of them develop an artificial cat that yeah. contains the key to where they are mm-hmm. and get it out into the world? Like, right. Their escape plan seems very convoluted, is what I'm saying. Yeah. There's going to, there's got to be some answers coming. There has to be. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, just some fun things in there. I thought uh, Cutthroat's inability to stay focused is incredible. Mm-hmm. Like, he's this, you know, terrifying assassin, basically. But mm-hmm. he's also kind of got the mind of a child and gets distracted by things super easy. Yeah, red things. Red button. Kind of have to. Yeah, you got to keep him on task or else he might just wander off on you, which mm-hmm. is not great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I like the exchange between one of the executioners and the doctor. Mm. Where he's like, You're, I bet if I cut you in half, you couldn't fix it. And she's like, you know, I bet I could. <laughs> <laughs> Challenge accepted. I know. She's totally into it. Also, I find it interesting. There are like D&D archetypes in this world. Mm. Like, her name's not Doctor. She's one of many Doctors. Like, there's a lot of people with this weird supernatural fixing healing ability. She's just, like, the best, right? Or one of the best. We don't really know. When did they say that? They just... I think the Executioner refers to her as a Doctor. Like, like basically, he's like, you're one of those, right? You're Mm. one of many that I I dealt with before. I don't... I didn't get that. You don't vibe. think so? I didn't get that vibe. I think he was like, "Oh, yo, you're the the doctor here." All right, like you're. I don't think he said a doctor. He said the doctor. I just get the feeling they're all archetypes. Like there are many brawlers, there are many couriers, there are many hackers. These just happen to be really skilled ones. Sure. But that's the way it is anyway. <laughs> like. She's not the only person in the world who can tr- heal and treat other people. It's not. No, that's not what I mean. I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean. I know what you mean. It just doesn't okay. make any sense. <laughs> Why? Because they don't refer to them as classes. Like, oh, we needed to go find out, go find someone who was a brawler. And then we just happened to find the best brawler. And here's all no, these other brawlers that we didn't choose. It's just like... No, they your, didn't happen your... to. <laughs> no. They Th- put out a thing that was like, you get 500 million bucks if you go here and do this thing. And only the best ones were like, well, that sounds like something I can do. No, only the ones that they sent invitations to. They didn't hmm. put out open calls for everyone, just specific people who happened to be really good at their particular specialties. Right. And there's other people who do doctor work for criminals. She's just the best at it because she's magic. Yeah. You don't think anybody else is magic doctor? I mean, I'm sure there's other good magic doctors. But she's, okay. she's clearly the best. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. 
I'm just saying there's a type of person that is a magic doctor. Okay, That's but it. I, I, I and the executioner think... has fought magic doctors before. <laughs> okay. Um sure, but I don't think it's as cut and dry as it is in D D where if you wanted to you could just take a level in cleric. Right. No, I'm not saying it's literally D D. I'm just saying <laughs> it's classes. It's it's archetypes. I believe I used that word. Right. Sure. Anyway, Copenhagen Doss with the three month resub. Thanks, Cope. Thank you. Third time is the charm, indeed. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> anyway, uh, it's good. I'm still waiting for them to be like, you are not a swindler. You are a 14 year old girl. <laughs> but it hasn't happened yet. Also, so... clearly, clearly an adult. I'll have you know. Not a 14 year old. Uh, is she, has, she? she has a job. Like, what kind of a 14-year-old has a job? I was working since I was 12. I had a job when I was 14. Were you full-time? No, you... but it doesn't say she's full-time. She clocked off and then went to go home and make dinner. Right? That's clearly yeah. full-time. That's full-time. Okay, you go to school during the day, you work in the evening, and then you go home and have dinner. Nah, like, she that's was... That's how that works when you're a student. Right, but she was walking around and she was just like, you know what, Takayama, I'm going to have that instead of whatever it is yeah. I was going to cook at home. Not with like my parents or whatever. In Japan, they have highly independent minors. That, sh that she could be a teenager and be like, I think I'll get my own food today is totally normal. Could Haven't you be. seen that story of like the three-year-old kid that the parents send on the bus to like get groceries and stuff? <laughs> you mean like Naomi in... Um, Halo, when they're like, she's six. Eh, she can take the bus home, gets kidnapped by the government. Yeah, that okay. one, like that. <laughs> yeah. That's just Japan, it's Japanese culture, though. It's very much the kids do their own thing. Like, we trust society to not murder them. And they're, you know, yeah, developing okay, but, really important but skills. This is this is a crime written Japan. This isn't that's Japan. true. <laughs> it's not normal Japan. That's fair. <laughs> but I'm saying the writers and creators of the show are Japanese, and it's some version of Japan. So I'm saying their own cultural biases could creep in here, right? Sure. I'm. She's an adult. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Fine. I'm waiting for them to figure out that this is not a swindler, and this is, in fact, a totally normal human being with no special skills at all. There we go. Okay, good. Same page. Right. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I, don't... I feel like they should be able to figure this out, that's all. Here's the thing. If she wasn't going to be just a normal girl, I think the ending of the last episode would be, and we need a special seal to unlock this vault and then it's because she worked at it like a seal plant or whatever or she was clocking off in the first episode with a seal i was like <laughs> and it's her seal but no it's the cat uh <laughs> yeah she has she's done almost nothing that like was nothing she's done couldn't be done by somebody else right i mean she's kind of motivating cutthroat in that he's in love with her and he kind of will fight for her for four seconds until he gets distracted mm-hmm but I don't, I don't know. I don't think that's really important either. No. Um, she's kind no. of... She's cutthroat's hoodlum, right? Because, like, the brawler's got the hoodlum <laughs> guy. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he's great. I like the point where he's like, all right, brawler, you give him a shot. And if you can take him down, I'll finish him off. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Uh, and everyone except the brawler sees right through it. It's great. 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's very fun, though. I like it. Good show, people. Check it out. Yeah. So, I mean, as far... Okay, so they get through the whole train. It's very Snowpiercer that way, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And here's the thing. They've got passenger cars. Mm-hmm. And then they are very... They say many times... Mm-hmm. They have the cat say it, and they have the two... The puppet... The rabbit and the shark say it mm-hmm. on the kids' show. Mm-hmm. That if you're coming back in, you get decontaminated and everything biological dies. Right. How are there passenger cars on this train? Who's using this as a passenger train? It's impossible. You get disintegrated. Evidently, that is misinformation spread to discourage people trying to board it. Right. Just they don't want random people breaking in because everyone believes that if you even if you get into the the bad zone, you can't get out because you just get disintegrated. But secretly, there are people that they're transporting. Yeah. No, that makes sense. But in that case, why did the creepy children stop the train and put a bubble around it? Why Uh, not be like, it's fine. We'll just keep going. We'll get out of this bad place. And we'll go through the decontamination zone. Nothing bad happens to us. And we'll be there. Why did they stop it? Because they don't want to go to... Because the plan was originally to get the vault off the train in Kanto, right? They don't want to go to... right. Uh, Kansai. Kansai? Kansai, yeah, they don't want to go to Kanto. Japanese, please. They don't want to go to the north. They don't want to go visit yeah. the wall in Jon Snow. Right, they, <laughs> want to, they want to stay back here where it's in King's Landing. Um, yeah, fair. So they had to stop okay. the train, and now they're going to send it in reverse. Guaranteed. All right, sounds reasonable. Or, Do you think the kids give off creepy vibes? I think they give off creepy vibes. Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay. They're super they creepy. remind me of the kids from, oh, from Demon Slayer that you haven't watched. Did you get to the part with the creepy kids? Yes. Yeah, reminds me of those creepy kids. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're ghosts. Spoiler alert for Demon Slayer. Another show where they're putting kids in boxes. Yeah, there are some. They're like Demon Slayer is popular <laughs> because there's creepy children in boxes. We can do that. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> no, I don't think that's how that went. Anywho. Yeah. Uh, I do enjoy that the Executioner and Apprentice have a troubled relationship, right? It's not just like, and there's these two, you know, robot automatons who are mindless killing machines. It's like one's good at their job. The other one's not so good <laughs> and She's... is really trying desperately to get better and approve, like win the approval of her master, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. But it's I mean, fun. She... That's all. She's not good at her job, but she's really good at her job. Like she goes toe to toe with uh, Curio. And he's got like a cyborg arm and a gun. She's got like a knife. He's a he rides a motorcycle. Right, but when he's, he's not I was riding. surprised he was decent at fighting at all, to be honest. Like I thought the fact that she was hanging with him was a sign of how weak she was, because he's not a fighter. He's not when he's on his bike, he's dangerous. When he's off his bike, he's a dude. With a cyborg no. hand and a gun, like you said. <laughs> He's clearly competent at fighting. He's just not his preferred skill set. Yeah, he's competent, yes. But I didn't. I honestly didn't expect... I don't know. I didn't think he'd do as well as he did. Mm. I mean, I'm guessing that's just a... Mm, it's story-driven, story right? I, mean, I feel like the way he fights, it's he thinks about it much more tactically than the actual fighters do. The fighters are just like, let's get in there, start knocking heads. He's like, well... I can't hit you, so I'm going to hit uh, like try and attack your unconscious teammate, right? Like he's looking for plays because he knows he can't go toe to toe. Yeah, 
So although Doctor seems to think that he's pulling his punches with the apprentice because she's a girl, Maybe. right? <laughs> she's like, "Would you stop screwing around? Take her down." He's like, uh. <laughs> "Yeah." Anyway, I enjoy it. It's good. It's I mean, it's moving. We are not that many episodes in and like we've already figured out what's in the train, so Sure. Yeah. I feel like other animes would be like, and in season three, we'll find out what's in the train. <laughs> yes. For <laughs> <laughs> oh, sure. That is a hundred percent other shows. Yeah. Tragically. Yeah. Blah. What else, have you been watching? what else have you been watching? Um, mostly YouTube, I think recently. Hmm. I watched the new CGP Grey video about hexagons, where he starts a cult about hexagon worship. Mm-hmm. It's true. And be- becomes hexagon. the de facto leader. Hexagon is the bestagon. Hexagon is the bestagon. Yep, it's true. I watched the video. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh... So there's um YouTuber Brian David Gilbert that I think Elk brought me on to. But, mm-hmm. uh... He's just a dude, and... He does video game videos for Polygon. Mm. And largely it's his descent into madness as he goes way too deep into stuff like Waluigi and Sonic. Okay. And yeah, it's basically chronicling his descent into insanity. And I felt like CGP Grey is generally pretty grounded and pretty like, here's the facts. And we'll be funny. We'll have a good time. But here's the facts. And I don't know. I've just never seen him be like, and we're going to found an entire religion based on the hexagon because it's the bestagon. Here are your robes. Go forth and preach the gospel. You've not listened to his podcast, have you? No. Is he more crazy on the pod? Uh, he's not crazy. He's just clearly more passionate about things like bees. And so when he finds mm. patterns in hexagons and bees, um, it doesn't seem so far-fetched. It doesn't seem so removed from his baseline. Okay. Um, I don't feel like he's actually going to start a cult. <laughs> right. Um. Right. No, I get that. <laughs> I feel like that was just a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, For sure, but there was a little extra committing to it. Mm. He went, I think, beyond the line of "this is jokes" mm. into "I feel strongly enough about this that I maybe would if I had the opportunity to." Right. Also, that whole thing where there's a hexagon of like gas on the top of Saturn. I had no idea about that. Is that true? Like, I, I don't. That's true. He's he's never lied to me before. Why would yeah. I not trust CGP? Uh, You're looking good. it up. Look I'm it up. Look, looking it up. All right. Satin hexagon. Yes, it's real. So these clouds on Saturn are mm-hmm. holding the shape of a hexagon and changing colors. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> He's, I like his theory about like aliens set up a, um, I don't know, a hidden message kind of a thing there, right? Like they showed up when we were monkeys mm-hmm. and was like, wow, well, we can't wait around for them to evolve into something smart. So we're going to set this up and then eventually they'll be smart enough to figure out something's going on here. Right, right. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's... Very interesting. The satin text gun. Yeah. I'm, I mean, 
I'm honestly surprised that I've never heard about it. Mm -hmm. Is it? Did, in your findings, was it a recent discovery? Is this a new thing? Um, I don't know. Discovery okay, was in 1981. Holy crap. That's older than me. Okay. So it's been around a while. Apparently mm. it's not... I mean, in terms of, like, we've been looking at other planets, that's pretty recent. Yeah. Like, But, I mean, it's almost long 40 have, years, dude. How long have we known that this has been a Saturn? Right? Like... Uh, like what? Galileo? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So... It's pretty recent. Just because it's older than you doesn't mean it's been around for a while. Yeah. In Ashley. But I just I just mean I'm not saying that it's been around long enough that we should have figured out what it is. Right. I'm saying it's been around long enough that like it had entered public consciousness on some level and it's just like, yeah, there's this weird hexagon gas cloud thing on Saturn. We don't know what it is. Mm. It's like I know names of Jupiter. Of the, I'm sorry, names of moons of Jupiter, but I don't know that there's a giant crazy mystery on Saturn. That's very strange to me. Right. It just feels like it should be a standard science fact. That is a it's thing not. and nobody knows what it is. Yes! Absolutely! <laughs> I, like, I'm, I'm super curious about it. They should, I'm surprised there's not a movie about it more than anything else. What right? would you say? Like, what it's would just... This it's, it, it's science fiction, right? So it's oh, in the future. You, we you have just, the ability. Okay, okay, okay. I thought you meant like there would be a science movie-esque like documentary about it. Being no, like, no, 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 no. Here's, here's why it is. You mean like it would be used in science fiction? Yeah. Or just something like The Martian, which is like gently sci-fi, right? There's definitely elements we don't have now, but it's plausible, right? That we sure. would yeah. have this technology. We get to Mars, we build stuff. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, just kind of a slightly sci slightly future sci-fi. We get the ability to go to Saturn and figure out what's there. And it's, you know, it's this beacon of some kind. And it mm -hmm. tells us there was some civilization that was there millions of years ago, but they left. And we have to try to figure out if they left a forwarding address, you know, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. something like that. That's all. I just, I'm not... <laughs> I'm not saying it needs to be like front and center of NASA every day. Like, what is the hexagon? We need to launch probes at it now. <laughs> yeah. But just talking about it at all would be. Mm -hmm. uh, that's it. It's very cool. Yeah. We had Halloween. A... Yeah. But I'm just going to say, Piz has a vortex in it. Cool. It's a vortex that's holding a shape. Somehow, some yeah. way, yeah, that we don't understand. Well, yeah, I mean, I assume nothing because I don't know anything about this. But right. yeah, Halloween, Halloween happened. Yeah, so it was a socially distant COVID Halloween for my kids. Uh huh. Um, I think a lot of parents had this conversation with their kids. It was we're not doing trick or treating this year, but we're just giving you giant sacks of candy anyway. And all my kids are like, "All right." <laughs> You mean we're less down work, more candy? Hmm. Yeah, basically. So we went to my parents' house and had a you know Halloween dinner with some fun Halloween themed foods. Mm -hmm. Like um, my mom made uh, it was like a mummy wrap. So you take the meatballs and you wrap them in dough and then you cook it. 
So then it kind of looks like a mummy with like a, a body in there that's been wrapped up in mummy stuff. Sure. It delicious. It was very good. Okay. The kids enjoyed it. And then after it got dark, I went out and just like chucked candy on the back lawn and gave them flashlights and said, go. <laughs> and they were happy with it. So fair enough. Done. Yeah. I uh, might. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I might tell like next year, suggest it. Yeah. <laughs> Be like, so do we really have to do anything again? Can we just yeah. throw it on the lawn, pretend it's Easter, make him search for it like hidden eggs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sure. Yeah. Write a memo, put it in your calendar. Just call it like lazy Halloween again. It'd be fine. Um, yeah, hmm. we had. Because I, I mean, think... it's cold, and like going out trick or treating with your kids is just—I'm not getting a giant sack of candy. <laughs> like, why am I out here in the freezing cold all night? Anyways. You're an adult; you can buy as much candy as you want. <laughs> it's true. That doesn't mean I want to walk around the neighborhood for two hours on October 31st. <laughs> oh no! You have to go for a walk one day of the year after dark when it's cold. Nobody does that. Lots of people do that, although they've usually, they're usually hiding bodies. Um, hmm. I think we got like two trick-or-treaters. I don't know. We got one while I was playing games and one while I was going to sleep. So they got some candy. That was it. That was it. Yep. Call them, call them Halloween. Yeah, people don't really do it here. So. Really? At all? Hmm. Yeah. I've always wondered about that. Like... The U.S. makes a big freaking deal about it. I know mm. that England cares. Mm, do they? Which is, I assume, that's where we got it. Because we didn't invent Halloween. No, but Obviously. Uh, I was watching Dreamhack Masters, and they were talking to, like, the Muslim. He's English, isn't he? And he was uh, like, he is. yeah, it's kind of a thing. It's, but it's nothing like America. Okay. I mean, it originally, maybe it's just something where it existed, America took it and made it its own thing and like took it to 11, which is what we do with a lot of stuff. Right. Could be. Yeah. It looks like Scotland and Ireland, they call it guising. Children dressed in costume go from door to door for food or coins. Hmm. Um, it's recorded in Scotland at Halloween in 1895 that masqueraders in disguise carrying lanterns made out of scooped turnips visited homes. Hmm. And we're rewarded with cakes, fruit, and money. That was like the highlight of the year, man. 1895? Like, what else is happening in 1895? <laughs> that is an like, excellent we got, we got cakes and fruit? Awesome. Um, yeah. It dates back forever. So, yeah, it must just... It's one of those things that made it to America, and we went obsessive with it. Mm-hmm. And, like, no, everyone else is like, what are you doing? Like, why? What have people you done? Saw, people saw candy <laughs> sales skyrocket in the end of October. And so everyone just leant into it. That's <laughs> literally all it is. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Halloween. Mm. I don't need to go trick-or-treating because I have this. Oh. A, a giant stash of Kit Kats right behind me. And oh my gosh. Why do you have a giant stash of Kit Kats? And a giant stash of lint chocolates. And a hmm. giant stash of gobstoppers. My housemate spent $430 on his personal candy supply like a month ago, and it's still all there. I've had one box of gobstoppers. It's like halfway through. He's gone through 
a cotton and a half. Gobstoppers are not fast to eat. He he goes through them. We were having dinner, and I look over, and mid-meal, he reaches over and gets a gobstopper. He must supposed to be chewing them, right? He's just like, crack, chew, 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 chew. I assume so, yeah. Yeah. Because if he's like, he's doing the traditional, just like, suck it until it's gone, that's an hour. Like, it's a long time to get through one of those. Right. <laughs> Which is why I still have half a packet. But... But he has been through boxes. Yeah, he's demolishing them. <laughs> uh, yeah. Strange. So how often does he spend $400? Oh, every other month or so. Depend, depending on who we're, we're running out, to be fair. is a better way to put it. Is this stuff that he has to like ship in from other countries or nope. get from a specialty store? Or this is nope. just locally available. He, he goes to a retailer... Uh, that usually deals with um, supplying businesses for like their snack rooms and stuff like that, or little shops that just want to have like a candy bar. Okay, fair yeah. enough. So amazing! That yeah. seems like a lot of money. Yeah, it is. That's what happens if you don't have kids, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Fire Force has been good. Has it? Is it yeah, finished yet? Just, so I can binge watch it. No, it's going forever. Like I don't know what's Damn. going on. Every week there's a new episode. Damn. So the um you know who I'm talking about. The captain of the fire of the uh the eight. No, of the one that they took down. Like the, the lady, lady that's oh, that's mean yeah. to her that's mean to her people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, she's on their side now and everything. She hasn't even, like, appeared at all in the show for, like, six episodes. She doesn't exist. That's disappointing. It's weird. Like, she's not my favorite. I don't like her very much. But, like, she's an interesting character. Mm -hmm. And it seems like everybody else that they've kind of glommed into their family and added to the team has been around and doing stuff. Everybody. But she's... I don't know what she's doing. She's gone. Mm. Don't know. Yeah, I can't. I, can't, I cannot tell you. I haven't watched it. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's just something that I noticed the other day. Hmm. It's because they referred to her like they never talk about her either. In this episode, they were like, "She's she did this thing. Ah, oh, she's so crazy." <laughs> but I was like, "But she, hmm, all right, mm -hmm. she's not dead. At least that's good." Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's good. It's good. I mean, it's good uh, lore stuff. It's getting deep into kind of. World building things and anyway. Excellent, excellent. I have Fantastic. a I have a comedy you should watch. Okay. Uh, called Cautious Hero. The hero is overpowered but overly cautious. Hmm. Um. It's. <laughs> <laughs> You're not kidding. That's the name of the anime. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so it's typical isekai nonsense. Guy gets picked to go uh, save a fantasy world. And get some like OP stats uh, and stuff. Why but are he... they all isekai? <laughs> I don't know. That's all. It's that's that's all that Japan makes these days. It's just isekai. Um, so but for Millionaire Detective and Akudama Drive and the stuff we've been watching, right, right. I don't only don't bring up isekai trash unless it's actually got some value to it. Which <laughs> this one, this one is pretty funny. 
Like, watch the first episode, and if you don't laugh, I'll never recommend an isekai again. <laughs> wow. Okay, fair. Yeah. I've added it. It's on Hulu, so that's easy. I've added cool. it to my list. Cool. It's great. Yes, it's great. Uh, yeah. All right, done. Done. Easy. Donezo. <laughs> so we were looking at GSL, and didn't you say the next one doesn't start until, like, December? Yes. Um, we do have Dreamhack uh, going on at the moment. Ooh, Dreamhack yeah. Masters. We could talk some Dreamhack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I believe the European finals, the playoffs are happening already. They um, are. They're doing that crazy winner's round, loser's, yeah. or winner's bracket, loser's bracket thing. So it takes eight years to complete. Right. I mean, it's been taking forever already although it's not gsl so i mean it's still taking a while because all this is just the european like qualifiers bracket and then there's the right. season finals which is has another group stage to go through <laughs> right right that's true so it is kind of gsl kind of yeah kind of all right so what do we got clem Serral, laser and rainer as our four in the winners bracket so far mm-hmm um i I wouldn't say that surprising. Three Zergs? No. Although, uh, Hero Marine not making it through sucks. Oh, I got three owed by Serral. That's brutal. <laughs> oh. Ah, uh, Hero Marine. I thought yeah. you could take at least a game off him. You've been playing really well this year. No. Uh, Serral also been playing really well. I think yeah. he dropped one map. Who beat him? Uh, that's an interesting question. It was Rail. <laughs> okay. Sure, why not? <laughs> Rail. I mean, here's the thing. There was also his second to last game. Because I think Serral went up one, Rail beat him once, and then he won again, and now he's in the finals. Right? Gotcha. Yeah. So he nearly got out of the group stages, winning seven matches. Yeah. Yep. 7 0. Yeah. And then he Rio'd Hero Marine, and now he's got to play Clem, which is pretty good. Like, Clem's mm -hmm. taken games off Serral recently. It's true. Yeah. And Dream Dreamhack Fall, he beat him. Spoiler alert. Mm. Like outright beat him in a best of five. <clears throat> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That was I think that yes, I cast that one. That was a really abrupt game five ending for Serral. Yeah. Like it went to game five. Clem it was one of those things where like the Terran wins a battle in the middle of the map. Mm -hmm. Right? And then the Zerg player, you know, generally can remax or have some defenses back there, but you just, that was it. <laughs> like, Sarah was like, nope. <laughs> Not I'm out. Yeah. yeah. It, I mean, when it happened, I just kind of sat there and was like, who, who, what? Right. Like, this is, it's a game five. And what's funny is I feel like Zergs are more apt to just GG out in situations where maybe they didn't have to. Like, it feels like Terran and Protoss will fight the last everything more often. Sure. Especially in a game five rubber match kind of a situation, and Zergs are just like, mm, if I'm dead, I'm dead. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. It reminds me, I was watching uh, an old day nine talk about a uh, major league gaming MLG that he cast back in 2011 okay. for StarCraft 2. Yep. And it was MMA versus Idra. Okay. And uh, Idra had been doing great all year, he'd been killing it. He matches up against MMA, who's been playing super well as well. 
And uh, there's a game in their series where MMA accidentally kills a Zonat. Oh, yes. <laughs> You're familiar with this. Yes, I've seen this. <laughs> yeah, so MMA kills his own natural by accident and goes, might as well go, gathers up his army, and it goes and attacks Idra. Idra crushes the attack, like destroys everything MMA has, and then GG's out. <laughs> it is the most bizarre thing. The Day 9 and I think it's DJ Wheat are just like, what? Right. The audience is all like, all these like, white people are like go Burner, go idra <laughs> like there's people standing up and then when idra gg's out they're like Whoa, and they slowly sit <laughs> <laughs> so anecdotally boy golly zerg players uh gg out sooner than they should it really feels like yeah yep anyway uh. god such such a good moment. So yeah. Anyway, back to our brackets here. Yeah. So yeah, I'm a little surprised the laser made it out instead of Hero Marine, but Hero Marine matched up against Serral, so that's just bad luck. Well, Hero Marine still got to lose his bracket to go through, so it's fine. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He should be fine. Mm -hmm. He's got to beat the winner of Hellraiser and Gung Fu Banda, so he should be great. Yeah, he should be fine. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, it just feels like this is going to be a rematch of DreamHack Fall, where it's some variation of Rainer, Serral, and Clem, and they're kind of beating each other, and then someone falls in the loser's bracket, then they meet again later, and it's just, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't look good for literally everyone else. Um, no, it seems like those three, at least this year, have really made themselves the top three. Clem's yeah. playing exceptionally well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then we still have North America to go as well. Yeah. Although yeah. significantly less players. Yes. There's eight. Yeah. And they're still bothering with the whole winner's bracket, loser's bracket thing. Like, at this point, just make some quarterfinals and be done with it, guys. No. Whatever. It's fine. <laughs> Drea, Future, Neben, Scarlet. Yep. That's. Makes sense. It's about what I expect. Mm -hmm. I think Nina could be in there. What'd she go? Four and three? Uh, rough stuff that way, but... Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think those... I mean, she's in the loser's bracket, so I mean, she can maybe fight her way back up, but yeah, I think Australia Future Neve and Scarlet makes sense there. Yeah. Yeah. Poor North American scene. <laughs> it is what it is, though, and it is what it's always been. Yeah. I just, um, yeah. And watching some of that old day nine stuff, it's like back in 2005, they're talking about how the North American scene is fun, but really garbage compared to Korea. <laughs> like, uh, you know, the very best players there are just maybe, you know, maybe they'll take a map when they actually compete against the best. Mm. And I mean, it's not necessarily that bad for North America. Like, Nave well, and Scarlet have made noise in the past, for sure. Sure, in the past. Now, yeah. now the, the North American scene is still fun, but still second place compared to Europe and to Korea. Now. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. I guess is really third place. Right. Yeah. But good job making the game. Thank you. Yeah. 
It's a participation trophy is what it is. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I'm just wondering, does North America, because it have less players, have a smaller prize pool for the this? Yes. Cool. I mean, it should. That'd be totally <laughs> stupid if it were the same size as Europe. The first place for NA gets the sa- uh, gets more than the second place for Europe, but less than first place, which by like four thousand dollars. So makes hmm. sense. Yeah, we actually did some Korea stuff. Did we? Korea plans happened six days ago. Oh, sure. Yeah, the three games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trap three one zest and no three o dongregu. Right. But when you go to the season finals, I believe there's more Koreans that will be there because they get uh, qualified from GSL. So yeah. Statsmar, Armani, and TY will be there. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Very fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they take the GSL, uh, GSL Season 3 semifinal, and just everyone gets a spot if you made it there. Yeah. Cool. Dreamhack is cool. Dreamhack is cool. Yeah. When it gets a little bit further along, maybe we'll do some betting there while we're waiting for GSL mm-hmm. to happen. Sure. Yeah. Cool. Did you see uh, Nathanius, Cats, and Smix's Halloween costumes that they put on for the broadcast of DreamHack? No, I did not. Nathanius dressed up as Pikachu with sunglasses. Very strange. Sure. Good uh, man, Pikachu. Yeah, yeah. Cats was like a bear or a dog. He wasn't sure which. And Smix was a cat. But Hmm. by cat, I mean she drew whiskers on her face. It was still adorable, but less effort, I think, than an actual costume. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. But it was good to see the casters getting into the Halloween spirit. Yeah, how did that like nobody i didn't see that in any of the starcraft discords that i'm in no no one took screenshots no i haven't heard anything about it on reddit yeah that's another thing it's not on reddit either hmm nathanius did he post anything about it on twitter uh i don't know i don't follow him i don't either is there a lot of dog pictures though oh yeah (laughs) that's a good experience it's a good follow with dogs Sure. Oh, here it is. He retweeted something that someone else tweeted about his Pikachu costume, which is just Pikachu pajamas, honestly. It's yes. not really a costume. It's adult-sized <laughs> Pikachu jammies. Ah, it's a costume. It's as much effort as drawing whiskers on your face is. Uh, no, it's more. You had to go out and buy a costume. <laughs> you had to go out and buy something for this. Fair. Although, I think he said that's not his only Pikachu costume. Hmm. Smix didn't post anything about it on her Twitter account. Google doesn't know who Smix is. That's embarrassing. Really? Really, Google? Smix is engaged. Yes. Nothing on the Instagram. Hmm. There's no visual record of any of this happening. Hmm. Weird. I'm sure that you can find the VOD. That's true. It'll be easy enough. Yeah. 
Yeah. Man, as of now, this odds tracker website that I've been following today, mm-hmm. I kind of trust these people because like they just care about the betting and the money. I don't necessarily think they have a political slant about it. They don't care. They just look at it like it's sports betting, right? Okay. Anyway, they're saying right now it's a 67% chance that Trump wins. Like, he won Florida, effectively, and that's kind of changed everything. What a crazy... This might go on for a while. Sure. Yeah. That's all. That just I mean, it just shows how, how much things change in an hour on right. election night. It's all over the place. It's back and forth and up and down and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. stuff. I don't know. Like, TLO just tweeted, you, you know, you Americans lead stressful lives. And I was like, I maybe. Like, I think a lot of people are very stressed out about this. Mm-hmm. But not, I've seen, not I've seen, me. I've seen lots of people on Twitter being like, this is really stressful right now, I think. I just stressed to eat an entire pizza. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> there's worse things to do. Pizza's good. Well, unless they're, like, <laughs> lactose intolerant and gluten intolerant. <laughs> right? Then it's pretty bad. <laughs> And there are some consequences. Yes, that's yeah. fair. Uh, yeah, I don't know. And I mean, hmm. how is Florida 91% reporting? I think they've been counting their mail-in votes for a while, Lockie. Some yep. st- like states are doing this differently. I think Pennsylvania didn't start counting their mail-in votes until today because of reasons. I don't know. Voting should be like a cafe, right? You walk in, you get a free cup of coffee, and then you place your vote. And then they yell it out to someone in the back who counts it, right? See, you're all about the food connected to voting thing because you have democracy sausages. It's true. You're just trying to bring that to the rest of the world, which I'm not in, I mean... Right, but I just think it would... Right, I'm okay with it. I think it would speed up the voting process, right? Like, everyone would vote and instantly have their vote counted. And get free coffee. I think think we're into privacy too much for that. I think we're, we're too much worried about people knowing what our vote was. If we're having it yelled in public in some kind of a cafe. Who cares? I'm just, that's not something. That's what the concern. I don't care. You have people like, posting I who it. they voted for on Twitter. Yeah. Right? Like everyone's, if, if you just listen to the words that come out of someone's mouth, you can probably find out who they voted for. Right? Uh, yeah. You probably figure that out. Right? Like it's not super, super hidden information. And it's significantly less private than anything else in your life. Right? If you have a phone in the room and you start talking about dog food, you're probably going to start hearing ads for dog food. Nothing you say is private. Why should this be? We like the veneer of privacy. We like (laughs) believing that it's private, even though deep down we know it's not, I suppose, is the answer here. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Anywho. (sighs) else cyberpunk is still delayed sure is oh i've been playing uh half-life alex oh you have been how's that been for you uh it's good uh combat is getting a touch tedious right like Mm. shooting head crabs all day is really not enjoyable that's fair and i've had like there's no melee options so you run out of ammo because you're a bad shot and it's vr you kind of you kind of can't do anything. Yeah. Uh, can you pick up, like, bricks and throw it at the enemy? I thought that was something you could do. Uh, you can. I don't know if it does any damage. I mean, if they're going for 
somewhat realistic, it should do some damage, right? Well, I've not tried because I can't throw a brick nearly hard enough to make it hurt compared to a bullet, right? And if I need three bullets to kill anything, what's a well, brick yes. going to do? Compar compared to the most efficient means of murder. What? Falcon? Have we lost you? Falcon? Falcon! Falcon! Oh, I'm getting messages. <laughs> we lost you. You can hear me. Well, I can't hear or see you. Oh, your camera updated slightly. There we go. I can one see way. you. I can hear can you, you hear now. Me? I can hear you now. It was like a one-way internet failure. What was that? That was your internet dying. <laughs> no, you sounded perfect to me the whole time. My internet is fine. Oh, okay. Yes, your uploads died. My apology. I don't... Is that even possible? How do you lose uploads and downloads are fine? That's not how internet works. I don't know. If they keep telling me that my downloads can be 100 megabits, but my upload can only be 10, I'm going to assume it can. I think it's different pipes. I think one pipe got clogged up for a second. Maybe. Maybe. Hmm. Anyway, what were we talking about? Half-Life and throwing rocks. Yeah. And I was saying, okay, yes, bricks do not have the killing power of bullets, which are objectively like one of the greatest ways human beings have found to kill things. Uh-huh. But I mean, I think you could smush a head crab with a brick. Head crabs aren't especially robust. Right. But they're not on the ground, like, standing and being like, ooh, ooh crush me, right? They're jumping around. Right. I've got to throw a brick four or five times at it. I'll die before that happens. Yeah, that's fair. Can you punch head crabs? I bet that'd no, be effective. Th there's no melee option. Like I can, no I can physically thing. swing my arms because it's VR, but it, it seemingly does no damage. Oh, yeah. Maybe they'll implement that in the next one. That's disappointing. Who knows? Uh, although I did get through a very annoying section where you're in like a room, and if you shoot any of the exploding barrels, millions go off and you just die. Like there's no safe <laughs> space. Yeah, and that so sounds. That's classic. Yep. Yeah, and there's pump uh, like the head plunger sucky things that lift you up to the ceiling, right? Yeah, you know, totally. yeah. yeah. From Half Life One, heck, heck yeah. Right, and if you throw an explosive barrel, they'll suck one of those up. But once it gets to them, they bite it and it explodes. Awesome. Right. So you can't use that to like distract them as you run past because you'll die. Because the explosive radius is too big. Right, and I got to like the. I went around a corner. I found one clip of ammo, which meant I had, I think, nine bullets. Right? Yep. I then rounded another corner. There's a dude with a head crab on him coming to kill me. He kicks, and this is scripted, he kicks an arrow into a sucker. Okay. Now, I've got to shoot him and then kill the sucker with one clip. Can't you back up? No, there's, you cannot get... Like, I could back up from the guy, but if the, the sucker gets the explosive barrel, they all go off and I die. Yeah, but can't you, like, go back far enough away that the barrel's not going to explode? No. No, no, no. If oh. it, it's scripted to take it, and if it goes off, the entire room explodes. Oh. And I also have, if I remember correctly, because I did eventually get through this, I had another head crab... Uh, not head crab. Uh, sucker thing that I had to shoot to get to there. So I was. It took three bullets to kill that, and then I got to try and kill the the guy with the head crab, and then I got to kill the the sucker before it can fully suck up the explosive barrel with one clip of ammo. 
It was that sounds real hard. Yeah, it was tedious. I mean, I also had a shotgun, but the bullet spread, you're just super likely to nick an explosive barrel. It's it was really, really tedious. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Well, that's too bad. Yeah, but I got past Cause it. Because so. like, I'm thinking of Half-Life 1 and Half-Life 2, and they mix up what you're doing mm-hmm. consistently like throughout the game to the point that it never feels... I never felt like it was tedious. Maybe some people felt like it did, but mm. I thought they were pretty good at that. Right. I, I mean, it's, the problem is I probably killed more of the sucker things than I had to because I can't tell how wide I am in the game. So I can't tell if I can get like a squeeze through past where like the dangly bits are dangling. Right. Mm -hmm. So I just go, okay, I'm not sure if I'll fit there or not. I'll just shoot it, which is how I ran out of ammo. Cause I was like, I have to shoot all of these. This is a lot. <laughs> and then I quickly ran out of ammo. <laughs> yeah. Ammo scarcity is a big deal. Yeah. And then after that room, they gave me 160 rounds. <laughs> oh, Wow. Yeah. They're like, hey, remember how you felt like you didn't have any bullets at all? Here's more than you'll need for a bit. Yeah. Because they were like, you're going to stop this train and there's going to be a big fight. And like, there was a, like a fight with like two or three guys. And I got plenty of ammo just searching around the place. Now I'm loaded. Yeah, that's always, uh, I mean, that's, it's good to see that the tropes are still alive in gaming. <laughs> where right you're playing along and it's like oh here's like four health packs and 37 bullets there's something coming up right <laughs> <laughs> kind of yeah although yeah i was a little annoyed there's a weapon upgrading system so you can find like clumps of resin they're just like little cubes or whatever and you find an upgrade station and you spend the resin to upgrade and i was like hmm i have 40 pieces i could get any of the upgrades for the shotgun or the pistol. And I decided to get the grenade launcher for the shotgun. Uh, Cause that seemed like a fun and useful thing to have. Um, but one of the up, the weapon upgrades for the pistol is ammo capacity. Like you get an ammo reservoir. So you just have more bullets in the gun and reloading is a pain because <laughs> it's VR. You've got to push a button on the controller, reach over, yeah. grab a, an ammo clip from behind your shoulder, slam it in, cock it, while trying to avoid head crabs and things. Yeah. Yep. Sh should have gotten the ammo capacity for the pistol. Because now I have <laughs> 160 rounds. Should that was an that was an available upgrade. That was, but I went with a grenade launcher for the shotgun. Ah, I mean, I can see why. Yeah, I mean, it came with a free grenade, which they hadn't given me the tutorial yet for. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> Figure this out. Yeah. They were just like, here's a free grenade. I'm like, oh, how does this work? And they're like, push button to arm grenade. Push button. I'm like, now I'm just holding an armed grenade and I can hear it like thermal detonator <laughs> counting up. <laughs> I'm like, seems problematic. I thought they were giving me the, the tutorial on how to attach it to the shotgun to shoot it. No, they were just giving me, this is how you throw a grenade. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. All right. One day I need to play that for sure. Definitely. I mean, if you like Half-Life, I assume so. I do. And I wish it was Half-Life 3 or Half-Life Episode 2 Part 3, but it's not. <laughs> it's a game that'll never happen. 
Well, again, it will never happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess one thing before we go, uh, AMD announced their com- mm. competition, right, yeah. to yeah. NVIDIA, who can't keep things in stock at all because they suck. Right. Um, so, yeah, Aki helped me out and gave me some specs. It looks like I probably want to go with a 6800 XT okay. from AMD. But, again, that's going to get released, and who knows how much supply they have because of right. COVID. Is your motherboard compatible with those? Like how much? Yeah. Like if you if you go with the AMD, how much more do you have to buy to make this work? Right. I don't know. Because mm. I'm pretty sure if you go with AMD, you can't use an Intel chip. I don't know what oh. I'm misremembering here. Is that so true? I don't know. That would be a huge deal. I don't. Like, think I'm not. That's tr- I'm not upgrading my chip true. for this. Okay. I don't. I don't think that's true. I think I'm misremembering something. So the GPU power is 300 watts. Mm-hmm. Um, but the compatibility, I don't know. I don't know if we have that yet. Mm. We have like compatibility charts or anything. I'll look into it though. I remember when we talked about it before. You were like, make sure your motherboard is compatible. And I was like, okay, deal. <laughs> make sure your power supply has enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And your power supply mm-hmm. has enough juice. Those are two things. Yeah. So I'll do that. Cool. All right, cool. I think that's a pod. Yep. Anything happen in sports real quick? Um, BYU keeps winning, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Falcons beat the Panthers. The Falcons beat the Panthers. Yep. Uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers look way better than the Patriots do, which lends credence to the theory that it's Tom Brady that made the Patriots good and not Bill Belichick, although it's very complicated. Mm-hmm. And that's the sports. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Cool, cool. All right, sweet. Well, that's going to be it from us today for a very special U.S. election-themed podcast <laughs> that we spent the whole hour on. Oh, I mean, uh, well, I mean, if you want to spend another hour, we can go into the Electoral College and why it's garbage. <laughs> we could do. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll do it next week. We have time maybe, for that. Maybe. Okay. We can fight about it. Sure. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah, be sure to check out the Patreon page for the podcast direct as well as our merch store at falconpaladin.store. We have new merch out there with the new StarCraft 2 logo on it, which is cool. And yeah, until next time, as always, thanks for hanging out with us. You can watch us do this live at twitch.tv slash Somicron Tuesdays at 9 p.m. Eastern. That's what we did for this one, too. And yeah, until next time, as always, stay safe, stay healthy, and above all, please take care of yourself. Bye. Goodbye.